Welcome to Take Notes, SMB Global Rating's structured finance podcast and the credit events of your day. Tune in as your hosts, Jim Manzi and Tom Shoplocker, explore hot topics across the structured finance and global markets. Hello, and welcome to Take Notes. I'm your host, Tom Shoplocker, and today we'll be exploring the potential effects of LIBOR replacement on UK RMBS ratings. Joining me today to discuss the topic is analyst Irina Penkina from our Moscow office. Welcome to the podcast, Irina. Thank you, Tom. It's nice to be here today. As the British pound sterling LIBOR approaches its scheduled phase-out deadline on the last day of this year, UK RMBS transactions with British pound sterling LIBOR exposures are set to execute the transition to the risk-free rate. S&P Global Ratings has carried out a scenario analysis on a representative legacy UK RMBS structure to determine which transition patterns and amended terms could trigger a negative rating action. To start off, Irina, give us a sense of the transition status for our rated issues. UK RMBS is the largest sector exposed to LIBOR transition in our EMEA surveillance portfolio. At the end of the third quarter, there were 57 transactions with the notes referencing LIBOR. Half of them are still running consultations with transaction parties and note holders, and one quarter, or approximately 15 issues, confirmed that they will replace LIBOR with daily compounded SONIA rate, which has already become an established risk-free rate benchmark in the UK market. Yet the remaining quarter, approximately 13 issues, have not announced their strategy at this stage, and we encourage them to communicate their plans as soon as possible, so we are able to assess the likely rating impact, if any. In addition, What differs structured notes from corporate bonds is that transactions may have the underlying assets linked to LIBOR, not just the notes. This increases the complexity of transition process when both sides of a deal need to switch to a new benchmark. Now, in your scenario analysis, you examine the break-even point for a negative rating transition of the notes. How did you develop the scenarios and what were your key assumptions? We built the hypothetical transition scenarios based on the contractual LIBOR fallback provisions among the legacy RMBS transactions. In most cases, the note terms allow for the coupon rate to remain fixed at the last determination date if LIBOR discontinues. Additionally, the note terms usually enable to replace LIBOR with a new rate subject to the note holder's approval and we assume that daily compounded sterling overnight index, or SONIA, will be used as a prevalent risk-free rate. For the asset rate, our main premise was that it will convert to Bank of England base rate, or BBR. We also assume that legal and operational transaction costs will add about £200,000 to the senior fees on day one. On this basis, we developed a few LIBOR replacement scenarios that a sample transaction may follow. Tell us about the sample transaction that you considered. We took a sample legacy structure with six tranches, each in a separate rating category, ranging from AAA to single B, and paid in sequential priority. Both assets and liabilities are originally linked to a three-month sterling LIBOR. The structure features a non-amortizing cash reserve and a non-amortizing liquidity facility. Importantly, the deal has a healthy starting excess spread of 120 basis points. 
There is no swap or interest rate cap. And for all classes of notes, our rating addresses timely payment of interest and ultimate repayment of principal. There are no effective rating caps stemming from counterparty, operational, or legal risk considerations. I understand you considered four scenarios in which you vary the tested parameter and other features. You then determined the minimum size of the tested parameter that would reduce the cash flow output for a given tranche by at least one notch relative to the base case. Can you describe these scenarios for us? In the first scenario, we assume that note coupon remains fixed for life at LIBOR rate at the end of the December, while the assets will switch to BBR from January next year, which is day one in our model. We tested the level of fixed LIBOR rate, which could trigger a negative rating transition. In the second scenario, we modeled a simultaneous switch of the nodes to Sonia and the assets to BBR. Here, we focused on the size of a fixed credit spread that we will apply on top of Sony rate when converting the node coupon. In the last two scenarios, we tested a potential timing gap between the nodes converted to Sonia and assets to BBR. In the third scenario, we assume the assets get converted on day one, but the node rate stays fixed for a number of months before switching to Sonia. This scenario may be relevant for those transactions that face delays in obtaining note holders' consent on the new rate. In the fourth scenario, on the opposite side, we assume the asset rate will stay fixed for a number of months before switching to BBR, while the nodes would convert to Sonia from day one. This is the least likely scenario from our standpoint, given the synthetic LIBOR has emerged as a viable option for legacy contracts including the underlying mortgage loans. In these two scenarios, we tested the parameters that represent the number of months for which either the nodes or the assets remain fixed. In describing the sample transaction, you explained that it had no swap. What would be the impact of a basis swap and amended swap rates in LIBOR replacement? The presence of a basis swap in an, is an important structural feature that we address in our cash flow model, and so are the original and amended swap terms. If the swap rate received by the issuer is reset to the same new benchmark and with the same credit adjustment spread as a note coupon rate, for example, daily compounded Sony plus 12 basis points, we would generally not expect a negative rating transition on the notes. Okay, well, let's move on to the results of the scenario analysis. How likely are we to see negative rating migration in RMBS? Not likely if the LIBOR replacement terms are in line with the market trends for both investment and non-investment grade ratings. However, the break-even point for junior tranches is generally lower. For example, in scenario two, where we tested the break-even credit spread on top of Sonya rate, it would comprise 60 basis points for a B-rated tranche compared to is the spread of only 12 basis points. For AA and AAA-rated tranches, it would need to exceed 120 and 270 basis points, respectively, which is far away from the market expectations. In Scenario 1, the fixed LIBOR would need to comprise 100 basis points to affect a B-rated class, 
and 260 basis points to affect a AAA rated class. Again, far above the current three months LIBOR, which is about 21 basis points. In scenarios addressing a potential timing gap between the transfer dates for the assets and the liabilities, a delay of less than 12 months doesn't seem to be critical. Well, that certainly sounds encouraging, but are there any important caveats that accompany these results? Absolutely. The rating resilience observed in scenario analysis does not imply that individual transactions are immune to negative rating actions. Should an actual transaction have less credit support than in the tested structure or incur higher transition costs, rating transition would be more likely. Junior tranches are more at risk. Additionally, we didn't address any potential litigation related to charges in the underlying mortgage contracts, which may prevent benchmark replacement or induce heavy legal costs. We will keep monitoring each affected transaction and its revised terms on the individual basis to determine a potential rating impact. Synthetic LIBOR is emerging nowadays as a viable option introduced by the regulators to facilitate an orderly transition. It's linked to term SONIA, which is the new benchmark rate itself. Could the use of synthetic LIBOR have a potential rating impact on UK RMBS? If a given transaction switches to a synthetic LIBOR on both sides of the equation for assets and liabilities, we would not anticipate a negative rating transition. If a transaction references different benchmark rates, though, there is a potential room for basis risk, which needs to be addressed in the cash flow analysis. To the extent this risk is absorbed by the available credit enhancement, this would contribute to rating stability. I'd like to thank our guest analyst, Irina Penkina. Her new commentary, Potential Effects of LIBOR Replacement on UK RMBS Ratings, is available on our website, www.spglobal.com forward slash ratings. We'll catch you next time on Take Notes. To subscribe to Take Notes or to view our analyst research, go to spglobal.com forward slash ratings. Thank you for listening to Take Notes with Jim Manzi and Tom Schopflocker. 